theorem three introduces the limit as x approaches a of k times f of x. Now, in order to evaluate this limit, we, to make it easier, would like to know, just first of all, what the limit as x approaches a of f of x is. So, in your book, they start this with assuming that the limit as x approaches a of f of x is just some limit L. And so we would say let this limit equal L. And then later on, we're actually going to be looking at the limit as x approaches a of g of x as well. And we're going to call that M. So if the limit of f of x as x approaches a exists, we're going to call it L. And the limit as x approaches a of g of x, if it, if it exists, is going to be called M. So then it makes it a little easier to write what we think the limit as x approaches a of k times f of x should be. Now, before we go to this one, this is the theorem 3 formula, limit as x goes to a of k times f of x, I'd like to investigate one more thing. Now, it's not a proof. In order to prove this, we actually need to have a more official definition of the limit, and that's not something we deal with in this class. So it's not a proof. It's more of an exploration so that we can see that it makes sense to us. What would be the limit as x approaches 3 of, say, 5x? Now, we already know this answer from what we've done before. We could also look at the graph, though. We have a steep line, slope of 5. And as x approaches 3, our y value is approaching, looks like 15. We can get that through direct substitution. We can also get it from the graph. And so we can see that I, instead of writing 15, I would rather write how I got 15, 5 times 3. So as x approaches 3, the limit of 5x is 5 times 3. And so there you can see that if you have a coefficient on the x linear term, if you have a coefficient, the coefficient just multiplies by whatever value your x is going to. So we do get 15, and it came from the 5 times the x. So can you see how this is one step beyond our last example where we had the limit as x goes to 3 of x, and that would be just 3? And now we have the limit as x goes to 3 of 5x is 5 times 3. So you can see the progression here. Now to go one step further is to look at this formula from theorem 3. Right here we have the limit as x goes to a of k. k is a constant, like 5. It doesn't have to be 5. It can be any constant you want. Times the function f of x is, well, let's see. When it was 5 times x, we got the limit by taking 5 times 3 when x approached 3. So if x is approaching a, the limit as x approaches a of f of x is l, isn't it? So it's l is our limit, but then we're going to multiply it by k, just like we multiplied 3 by 5. So whatever the limit as x approaches a is of f of x, that gets multiplied by the constant, and you get k times l. So let me underline the part that corresponds to L, and then the other part 
just comes along for the ride because it's a constant. And so you just find the limit by evaluating the rest of the limit. Limit is x goes a of f of x. That's L. And then just multiply by k when you're finished. Can you see how this justifies what we were talking about in a section before when we were talking about derivatives? And we came to a point where I was doing the limit as x approaches a of a function, a difference quotient. And I had limit as h goes to 0 of k times f of x plus h minus f of x all over h. And I I said that in the future, we will talk about how when you have the limit of a product, you can write it as the, the constant in front and then times the limit. So when you're taking the limit and you have a constant multiplying by what you're taking the limit of, you can put the constant out front. And that is because of this property right here. When you have the limit as x goes to a of k f of x, you can write that as k times whatever the limit of f of x is.